I don't know what it is with age. Sorry, pause, but age? your boy's blood gets boiling. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like that. I'm not like sleeping dude, as well lately or something. Kid keeps like, taking the mic I was, off the table. I was, dude, I was gonna fucking cross the street and just a biker was just minding their own business, biking uh-huh. by me, and I was like, "Why the fuck are you there?" Mm. Like I was just like, and my blood just like I don't know what it is, dude. I really need to rein the fuck in. It just happens, dude. Ah, it's dude, crazy. It just I never happens. used to feel like that. No, you got through menopause. Welcome back to episode 71 of the 505 podcast. One handed crack to start us off with the four rocks. This one's going to be team score. Yeah, team score. We're going to give a collective of 30. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's out of 30. It's out of 30. Okay. Don't bring us down. Don't bring us down. I'm not going to bring us down. Just a fucking nine. Oh, at least a nine three on that one. Oh, do you dent it? No, dude. Dude, a good nine. This is my best nine two. Come on. Don't fuck this up. Did he just, was that there before or did he do that then? I mean, I don't think. I don't think he was touching that. Oh, no, dude. These these doubles were for sure there. Let's let's throw it to the corner. I think those were. Throw it to the corner. Sounded good. I can't even see it. Little fumble on the the tab going back. So about 40. I think uh, we got a 9-2, a 9-3, a 9-2. And I'm going to go an 8-1 on Put that one. Just okay, yeah, okay wait. And for those of you guys listening, you got to hop over to YouTube. Oh. We're not going to give Keon a score. We're a little far away. Yeah. So you guys got to rank Keon's one-handed crack there in the go. comments. Yeah. Let us know. Also, if you're if you're just tuning in to so the one-handed crack, we do this at the beginning of every episode. We want you to tag us in your stories of the one-handed crack. And we're going to reshare them and have the community as a whole vote on the scores. So please tag at the 505 podcast on all your stories of the one-handed crack. And we'll repost. Those. And real quick, give us the rules so mm. they know what to yeah, do. Dude, I'm yeah, I'm tired yeah. of just these shit scores. Yeah, that yeah, I have to keep having have a handout. Listen, guys. Okay, it's got to be one hand. It has to be off the table before. No getting your finger under the lid, and then you can't dent it. That's gonna automatically get you below a five. So please don't dent the can. Make sure you get a nice, robust can. Yeah, robust, dude. Robust, dude. Mm. And then you'll be good to go, and we'll give you some because some good scores. Love that. Boom, no dude. spilling either, dude. No spilling. No spilling. Yeah, a view spill. gets you a plus one. You got a preview. You're in Cinque Terre. You're in Greece. You know, show us the view. And do you know? Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre. You know why you can't spill? Because hmm. then you'll get the spillage on your gear. You'll ruin your gear. And we're yes. talking about gear yeah. today. Nice, all nice, gear, nice, nice, nice. This is just camera, camera 101. Okay. We, we've we all bought some good bodies in sure. our day. Mm. That sounds weird. Yeah, dude. My body counts at like three. <laughs> <laughs> Sony, Sony Canon, you know? <laughs> Just gotta hit an icon and then I'll, you know. Anyways. Let's not get. Anyways, let, let's anyways, not uh, drop our fucking standards that low, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. We don't want to go for any like threes and fours. They call Nikon a slump buster. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> dude, dude, dude! Every camera company and their mother—they're just coming out with cameras every single week. I swear, we crazy. open our phone. They're like, "This is the A94." I'm like, "We just did the A92 right, a week right. ago." Well, what's you know? crazy is we put out a gear guide episode, which I thought was like felt like a couple weeks ago it was actually like a year and a half ago and quite a few new like camera bodies and just gear in general i think we've all gotten we all own new camera bodies since then too Mm. which is interesting tons of new equipment all sorts of weird stuff and i also think that it's very important before we get into all this gear guide to let you guys know that 
like don't get caught up in the gear race you know yeah. I, I think that was something that i got caught up in and like if i'd get i had to say the whatever camera after the t5i camera what mm-hmm. it was but then when i'd get the 500 bucks i would immediately spend it and it usually wasn't on something that got me any better Word. and so really just try to get as good as you can with the gear that you currently have until you go just blowing all of your money because then you're going to get into the starving otters realm and we want right. you guys to be making bread yeah dude. we want to be able to eat sweet green and make your videos, and have you know? a cool camera yeah. that you like you know so we're gonna give you guys all the best cameras that we recommend if you're you're like hey you guys didn't talk about this one specific camera we probably fucking hated it okay right. and that's why <laughs> right. it's not in here so don't ask silly questions and so, costas give me some of these terms dude because there's some terms that we're, that we're gonna, gonna be use. Yeah, yeah we're gonna be throwing out some terms today and okay. i don't want anyone to get confused yeah. what, are, what are some that we're gonna be talking about okay we got sensor size mm. important dude the that's bigger <laughs> the bigger the sensor dude the better the image oh dude i had the most embarrassing i told you this story <laughs> I fucking I'm on that set with the guy that's, that did the up and up Coldplay thing, and okay. I just want them to think I'm cool. It's insane, right? Also, watch coolest. the music video after our podcast. Mm. Insane. Yeah. So yeah. these guys are the coolest, and they just walk around. And they're just so cool, and I want to talk to them so bad. And then one of them just walks out to me, and walks up to me, and I'm shooting on the C70, and he goes, "Hey, what's the sensor size?" And I'm like, uh. and I don't know why, but I was like, 4K. And then <laughs> and then he was like, "No, what's the sensor size?" And I was like one inch like I don't, I don't really know and he's like no what's the sensor size and i was like super 35 and he's like got it <laughs> and i was like but then i was like i'm a fucking idiot right and now he's never gonna talk to me again but then the dp who was also cool was like yo man what's that what's the sensor size and i was like super 35 and he's like cool like, <laughs> so then we were friends so yeah sensor size it's like full frame or super 35 which is a crop it's like 1.6 times crop factor so if you're buying a 16 millimeter lens on a full frame that's a true 16 and it's wider than if it's on a crop sensor it's actually 1.6 times 16 which is like 25. that's really important because you guys could go buy you know a lens and you have no idea if your camera is a crop sensor Mm -hmm. or not if you just google camera specs or whatever camera that you get b and h will have like a specs thing it'll say this is the sensor type it's full frame micro four thirds it'll be super 35 okay the big one though when you get a micro four thirds camera lumix is traditionally like micro four thirds h5 yeah all of those lenses though are now 2x whatever you got so it's no longer 10 to 20 it is 20 to 40 right and if you were shooting say something like soccer or football you might be you know in your favor to potentially get something when you're starting out that's APS-C right because you get a little bit extra room with the 70 to 200 you know what I mean yeah it's tighter a little bit more a little bit more length it's typically cheaper too to yeah. get a crop sensor APS-C it's yeah. not as nice there's not as much data and the, your again your lenses are going to be like less shallow because they have to be more wide to like capture the same image but um, it's a good place to start I think we all started with crop sensors yeah yeah we all did. and before I upgraded to a full frame camera I invested in like a better lens before getting a better yeah. body mm. and I ended up going with a 16 to 35 over a 24 to 70 because of the crop factor right um, so yeah and then you get to invest in the glass you can realistically never go wrong buying good lenses yeah that's makes changes the whole thing you'll be able to sell them for a higher price when you're done with them and you know the bodies though are, they're going in and out of style man constantly you know? dude it's like and that's why we had a flavor of the shit. week dude, right you know it's um, crazy okay but as we keep going frame rate another yep. term so 24 is like real lifetime motion that's what you should be shooting and do not shoot in 30 if you're looking for regular motion it drives me nuts i won't watch your video if it's shot in 30 frames per second it just drives me insane dude it just looks, looks stupid like a newscast it looks like a like a 
you know like when there's like a soap opera on tv that's kind of what it looks like and those are filmed in 30 yeah they, they are look, well, that's why it looks so stupid look dude fucking weird dude. um and then there's those 24 if you double it you have 48 that's like the nice slow motion that i really like it's just half as slow as real life it looks smooth and then you can always 200 times speed or 200 you know two times speed it mm. and it looks just like 24 which is nice um a lot of cameras shooting 60 a lot of dizzler shooting 60 or 120 that's six slow motion. You're going to really like having the flexibility to do some stuff. Next up, you know, we got the ND filter, neutral density filter. You got to think about this as just a sunglasses shade for your lens. So you'll be able to shoot wide open aperture. You'll be able to adhere to the 180 degree right shutter rule day. right during the day, midday. And ND filters, we're going to talk about, like, oh, this one doesn't have NDs built in or it mm-hmm. does. That's what we'll be referencing later on. Which is really convenient. Yeah. Yeah. ND filters are great because if you want to do like long exposure, or it's just like super bright out in the middle of the day. Like obviously you'd like to shoot during sunrise or sunset, but if you're shooting in the middle of the day and you still want to shoot kind of wide open 2.8, get that shallow depth of field without breaking the shutter speed rule, you're going to need an ND filter. We got ISO up next, camera Mm. sensitivity to Mm -hmm. light. Another one that's been going around right now is a lot of these newer cameras have what's called dual native ISO. So essentially they have these two ranges that you're like, hey, you guys should use either this ISO or this ISO. And the camera is going to produce the best quality image at those two different ISOs. So even if it's bright as shit outside and you go to one ISO and you're like, ah, this isn't there yet. You're going to go to the literal high other one because it's going to produce that beauty that beauty image that you're looking for and you'll use an ND filter to properly expose that image and increasing um, ISO on a lot of cameras will increase noise and make the image look less clean Mm -hmm. and like a little noisier but there are some cameras that we'll touch on that handle it really really well like a high SO and that's favorable now let's get into the cameras that we recommend we're gonna start with the price range of under $500. Yes, so we'll do all of this price ranges, different price ranges for different cameras, depending on where you're at, we'll give you recommendations for what your budget is. This is kind of like if, you know, we got pebbles, we got rocks, we got the boulders. This is like you're a grain of sand, you know? Right here? Right here, this is a grain of sand rocks. Where are we at in the price range? We're at under 500 bucks. I mean, this this camera's low key a piece of shit, but this is going to be for you to learn the settings. You're you're gonna get get that exposure triangle, three of us all mm-hmm. three of us Big started time. with a canon t5i i had a t3i t3i hey, it's all right hey, hey. it's all right it happens <laughs> um, it's for, a grain of sand for, over there for under 500 bucks uh you got the canon rebel t7 they're about 400 bucks on amazon you got the canon rebel t6 mm. sony zv1f give me another one what else we got we got the panasonic Wow. Panasonic. Panasonic. It's a new, just <laughs> new brand. Yeah, all entire. It's, all, it's a whole new thing. The Panasonic Lumix G100, which is $500 limited time deal on Amazon. Did we do our research? We sure did. So we've actually tested and reviewed every single one of these yes. cameras individually. <laughs> okay. Also, if you want to get into like film photography, yep. you got the Canon AE1, which is 250 bucks. That's like the most standard really great entry-level film photography. Yes, and I feel like you specifically, this next camera, you've used it a lot. You've used this one a ton, dude. It's gone with you on a lot of places. The GoPro 11? Come on. Well, just GoPro in general. Well, yeah, but you know GoPro 11 only. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, GoPros are nice, especially for car stuff because you can mount them on interiors. It's white as shit. You can really just like stick them onto cars if you have a mount. The GoPro, it's like, the camera's cool. Don't shoot everything on a GoPro. It's really annoying. It's just like white as shit the whole time, but Get like different mounts for it because you can put it in different weird places and that's a really cool thing. Sony, we got the A5100. I didn't even know that they made the numbers that Whoa. low, but uh, <laughs> they go down to 5100. And next up, we got the A6000. Which was my... my- 
dog. That dude. thing I is love a that tank, camera. dude. You gotta, you guys can go check these out. And these are again, these are like crappier than your phone. Yeah. These are just going to be to get the settings dialed in, and also you gotta shoot with these cameras in good light, or it's just gonna look. Awful. Except for maybe that Sony A6000, dude. I was yeah, you might get you know, some. You might get some dark nice stuff. So let's talk about. Let's all pick one. Oh, okay. I think we should pick one. If okay. you were gonna get one out of this list, just as a recommendation for the people that just listened to all that information. I'm taking the Canon Rebel T7, dude. Five hundred bucks, four hundred bucks out the door. Come on. And I'm, I'm gonna, in the Canon system. I'm gonna go Canon Rebel T6 with an 18 to 55 lens used for only $230 on Sammy's camera. You're saving bread. All right, dude. I'm going to do huh. the Sony a6000 because hey, you probably already did it in the past hey, and it rocked. It, it changed whipped. my whole life and it's cheap as shit and there's a ton of different lenses for it. That FE mount, you know, Sigma 16 1.4, dude, yeah. for like a hundred bucks. Come on. That's what I would do. I will also say- it's old though. Um, you can invest in like iPhone accessories as well. Like a company called Sandmark, they make iPhone like lenses that you can add. So they have like, you know, macro lenses, telephoto lenses, wide angle lenses. And Chase was, I was talking to him before the podcast. He's like, why the frick would you do that? It already is kind of built into the iPhone, but it's actually like, if you zoom in past three times on an iPhone, it starts to get like shittier quality. So the telephoto lens from Sandmark, it's, more telephoto than three times and it like retains that quality. quality. So um, if you guys don't want to shell out, you know, like three, four hundred, five hundred dollars on uh, actual camera and you just want to use your phone, you can invest in like iPhone accessories that mm -hmm. will improve already a great image that comes out of an iPhone, but improve it even more. Like iPhone gimbals, all sorts of mm -hmm. stuff. Like all that. that good stuff. Next up, we got this is Bevel territory. Nice. Okay, five hundred bucks to a thousand dollars. You're starting to approach you know, iPhone 14 quality. We're starting to get, we're getting a little You're closer getting to it. You get some more options though, because yeah. you got different lenses, which is cool. Exactly. Yeah. You can start to kind of invest in those, in those different bodies and whatnot. But first up, we also got the A6000 again. We've kind of carried it over, but we got a cooler lens. We can get the 16 to 50 lens as a kit, which is awesome. See, and that's dope because you can get, you're just going to, it's going to look better than iPhone because you get shallower depth of field. That's real. Not like the portrait. 630 fake bucks, dude. Yeah. Come on. What else that's can they deal. get? Ooh, the Canon G7X. That thing's portable dude tiny yeah. see that's a small dude so you can take that with you wherever you go 880 bucks vlog you can vlog with it and stuff. yeah the g7x also gets a lot of hype um on tiktok with like the built-in flash that comes with it mm -hmm. you can get some really nice looking images for 880 dollars that's quite a pricey point and shoot camera but like image quality solid and i know that it takes like really solid photos. You got the bigger rock Sony Alpha, a 6500. My dude. second camera that I ever got it was oh. a tank. It was a tank all throughout college. I loved that camera. And similarly, you got their little brother, the Sony a6400. And you can right. get a pretty solid Sony lens yeah. under that under that 1500 bucks Sony range. usually has cheaper glass. Mm -hmm. um, one, one thing too, with all these cameras that we're gonna list here, if you're looking for a lens that's can have like a shallower depth of field that goes down to like f 1.8 mm -hmm. or something all these brands typically have like a nifty 50 is yeah. what they call yeah. it they got an f 1.8 50 milliliter 50 millimeter lens it's a little shitty but oh, dude they still rock but though. they rock dude they, they don't have like you know they don't have like stabilization and whatnot right. you know that's they're why small. they're that's why they're cheaper they're kind of they could be like a pancake vibe they can they're like, also they're they're cheap because they're fucking mass produced is shit dude yes. there's a million of them so if i were you i would get you get a camera body get 
yeah. like this kit lens, which is like what, 18 to 55, yeah, whatever, no, whatever it comes there. with. Next lens, nifty 50. It's like literally a hundred bucks and it's 1.8. So you can get really shallow depth of field portraits, dude. I'm talking like different stuff you can do with it. Yeah. And that's going to really differentiate it from the iPhone. I love It's a that, cool dude. focal length. I love that. What else we got? Canon T8i. Ooh. Dude, this is crazy because oh, like wow. they've just been bumping up those T blank eyes. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Next next gear review, we're gonna be like, dude, you should get the, the Canon T69i. <laughs> we got um, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so uh Canon T8i with an 18 to 55 mil kit lens is nine hundred dollars, which is like under a thousand dollars. I would say that's maybe your best. Bet. Oh, so that's what you're picking out of this camera. Oh, I would say you so. just picked a little early I there. No, sorry. you guys. Last one, we got the ZVE 10, 800 bucks. It also shoots slow motion, which is mm. fun. Which is big. You're getting into that territory where you want to have a slow mm-hmm. motion camera. Okay, you got to pick one. Yeah, Go. Coast yeah. already picked early. T8i Chase. I'm going to pick because I actually kind of wanted this camera, the Sony Alpha A6400. Okay. Because uh, it came out, I had the 6500, loved it. And I remember when that camera came out, I was like, oh, maybe I should do a little upgrade. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. I'm coming right on along with Come you on, on the boat, baby. We got the 6400s dual wielding. You know oh. what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Like, I feel bad because I shoot Sony, but I kind of early picked the Canon T8i. It's okay. It happens. Oh, there you go. No, it happens. You want to jump brands. I might. I might. You know what? Uh, I have Sony tattooed on my chest. Can I switch back? Can I switch back? <laughs> you know what? I honestly, here's the thing. There's 15% off Amazon right now. It's $1,000, but you can get it for 850 And I think I might go Sony A6400. Come nice. with on. So that's what you're going to pick. Yeah. Buddy. If you got yeah. $500 to $1,000 to spend, it sounds like you're getting that camera. And we'll yeah. we'll yeah. respect you. After, you know? after this range, though, you're kind of getting into, hey... I'm doing this thing. You're doing it. You're paying some bread. You're for no this longer just like doing a little hobby. Yeah, it's not just a hobby anymore. You're like, hey, I'm taking this seriously and this is going to be my thing. A few other things though, and I think Chase will have some good stuff on this that you could invest in before you make that jump. You can invest in some things that'll make just the image prettier yes. overall or help you make a better video. And so I'm going to give two things. I want you to give a couple for All me. Right, hey, I, I'm a big, my... big believer in good audio. He's a big audio a guy. Big audio guy because... Well, with a voice like that yeah right. dude come on you know you got you got to have good clean audio and i think a good set of lav mics huge couple hundred bucks it's a big investment at the time but it will not break on you and you're better off i always have the motto with you don't want to buy gear twice necessarily mm-hmm. i try to buy it once mm-hmm. and have it last so i'm going to go a good set of mics or a good shotgun mic yeah and for the little rocks having a mic will not help you with photography <laughs> no yeah <laughs> just for video yeah. you show up to your photos with a fucking mic you don't allow you don't allow the model if you're just shooting photos so, just for audio um but yeah i would do um again for me it's all about the glass just get as much like cool like you can get a prime lens like a sh- really sharp What's like a prime lens prime lens is a lens that doesn't zoom mm. so they're like they're usually cheaper and they're usually like uh, faster meaning they have a lower minimum f-stop so you can get like 1.4 on a prime lens and just like it gives you a new look it's also pretty fun to shoot with a lens that doesn't zoom it makes you like adapt to the world and it's kind of a cool thing to do so Lenses, 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 get as many weird ones as you can, cool ones, whatever. And then I would say gimbals fucking rock. It changes you the way you shoot. Like sometimes I'm shooting and I'm like, this is pretty cool handheld, you know? And then I'm like, I'm kind of run out of ideas on how to shoot, put on a gimbal. All of a sudden I got new ideas. Cause I'm like, oh, I can do this. And like that really inspires you to shoot differently. Do you remember how hyped I was to get a gimbal? Oh my God, dude. He was the king of the gimbal. <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of is gimbal because king. It so checks out with you because you just like, I only want like steady stuff. <laughs> like it just drives him nuts to have like any of that, you know? Um, yeah. And, but 
going back to like the you can't take better photos with a lav right another accessory is a flash mm. right and that will help your photos that will help your photos <laughs> your that won't help your, <laughs> your videos. videos um we do have a couple of like specific recommendations within each of these accessories um as far as lighting goes the brands that we like are aperture godox gvm and pro photo those are kind of like the four big dogs um depending on your price point they have obviously different options a small rig also came out with lights nice they're, nice they're a little cheaper aperture i would call they're like apple of lights in beside that like regular video people yeah. can't right. afford because you're not going to go buy a fifteen thousand dollar airy sky panel right. you know aperture makes the really like the youtuber 101 light they're like the dji of light exactly i, say. I would yeah. say that too. Yes. that's yeah. a great comparison and then there's also like i i wanted to touch on this because i was kind of ignorant to it but like in like your film schools and on literally every big budget set i've ever been on they use like the old school tungsten mole richard mole richardson is the brand no one even knows the brand it's just like those They're copper huge. looking fresnels and there's a mm. small ones there's like the 1k junior solar spot which is like because people are always asking like oh can you give me the 1k like where's the 5k like oh i want to see the and those are old school fucking lights dude they get hot as balls you have to wear gloves to like literally move them but it's a good thing to know what they are you probably won't buy i don't even know if people buy them you just like, like they just rent them they're right? just like on sets mm. and you they just, just show up about you, them. you can't buy them i mean you can't i actually looked it up a 1k solar spot which is a nice fucking light 190 dollars yeah, it's cheap as shit because there's a billion of them and they're old, but they're like they'll heat up your living room. You know what I mean? Like, don't use it in the summer. Okay, there Anyways, it is. Hey. Just, just know about those, just in case people ask you yeah, about them. Yeah, in case they, case they give you a call. Yes. Okay. So we got lights. As far as lens brands go, mm. I only have um, Sony lenses for my Sony body. However, um, you can do Sony, Canon, and then Sigma or Tamron are both kind of like. Not like off-brand, but kinda. like kind of. Yeah, we call they, it off-brand. Yeah, it's yeah, like cheaper. Not for, the not the same brand that yeah. your yeah. your camera body. Yeah, but they like, make they make great they do lenses. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're gonna be able to find you know the same focal lengths as like Sony and Canon, but for a little bit cheaper. And they make them for different mounts. I'd also yeah. throw out if you're looking to get weird, the Lawas. They make Lawas a weird Chinese camera brand that makes we crazy shit. Them, really, really wide. The probe lens, like weird stuff. Um up-and-coming brand so yeah. if, if you mention that on set again people are going to give you high fives they, yeah. they rip dude another one lav mics i just got the dji lav mic yeah, you like i them? love them nice. dude they're so they're sick. good bro i have a easier than I the sennheiser ones dude so much easier the fucking sennheiser ones I just hated randomly those. hiss bro oh, yeah. just yes. be out there and you're just like i'm like what the fuck was that right. okay question for you huh. with the dji ones do you have to set the frequency no dude it just fucking that's goes. how my roads bro, are dude. The other, just, dude yesterday i popped into a shoot right they're like we need to lav this guy up in 30 seconds i'm like fuck fuck nice. and i just dude nice walked up boom we're, we're rolling i'm boom. like i don't even know how i just do they did have that. the built-in mics on those the what do DJ, you, you know like yeah, the road go dude yes they can record okay. into the thing which is nice a safety backup never fucking dude if i see another person with the whole receiver oh, yeah. oh, they on gotta their stop thing, doing don't that. do buy dude, a lav mic i got a sure lav mic to go with my exactly dji lav mic so you get the actual like the cord the actual oh. cord is from sure yes it's the best and the, you want that you want don't that fucking put their receiver no, don't the put neck. that big clunky thing That's up there so for annoying. it just looks so whack so those dji mics you can get them with one transmitter and one receiver which is $219 or you can get two transmitters and one receiver which means you can mic up two people at the same time nice super easily again that, won't help your photos <laughs> no that cost $329 okay the Sennheiser EW 112 G4s which is what I have which 
I don't know if I would necessarily recommend now because the DJI yeah. ones are so good. Plus, they're six hundred and fifty bucks, yeah. real expensive. So expensive because they're just like industry, you industry. Know? Yeah. But they suck. Yeah, but they're trash. And then we have the Rode Wireless Go Twos, which are three hundred dollars. So those are for I love lo- those. Those are for lav mics. As far as shotgun mics go, we have the Rode. What? Is <laughs> a shotgun? Yeah. Shotgun. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So shotgun mics, we have Rode VideoMic Pro Plus for two hundred and sixty dollars, and then we have the Joby Wavo Pro, which are two hundred thirty-five dollars, which is Casey Neistat endorsed. And I, you would, f- you'll be able to find cheaper ones of those brands that we mentioned. Don't feel like you got to buy like the tip top VideoMic Pro Plus, right? You know, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a it's nice, nice mic, one. though. You're Gimbals, like what do we got? You're, you're the gimbal guy. Tell yeah, me Coast what we got. Okay, we have the DJI RS3 Pro, which is eight hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Oh, right. Shit. Here's That's the thing. Yeah, I know. I I got mine for like four hundred bucks. It was the RS two used out of box, fucking refurbished. But (laughs) (laughs) how much was it? So cheap. It was like four hundred bucks. Nice, still works. So I use an RS two. Um, I feel like you could probably buy one for like what four hundred bucks. That's what I did. Yeah, Mm. still Um, works. And the the RS two is great. Um, okay, you also have the Ronin. RS3 Mini, which depending on how heavy your camera mm-hmm. is, it only has a certain um, like weight limit that it can use. But if you're using a little pebble, right. um, you can get the RS3 Mini for $369. So those are both from DJI. Now there's another company called Zayun, which is kind of like a direct competitor. They also make uh, gimbals. They just dropped the Zayun Crane 4 for $670 or the Zayun Weeble 3, which is basically the equivalent to the RS3 Mini for $300. So they're just, you know, they're just trying to play a little ball with the big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to get a gimbal, I would highly recommend going more likely than not DJI or Xeon. Yeah, they do it real good. Um, Moving on to ND filters, we really only recommend one because I've used other ones and they vignette and they're blue and it's weird. So just get, shell the money, it's worth it. Get the Polar Pro. Peter McKinnon and D filters. Yeah. They rock. And you can get step up rings or step down rings to if make you them have fit. different sizes of lenses and whatnot. We wanted to have this conversation on the pod because me and Brain got in a really ooh, heated ooh, ooh, argument. No, dude. Okay. Yeah, tell him. Tell him. So about the this. new This is a great, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> Ask Chase's idea. Okay. Did I'm you, not gonna tell you. Wait, anything. wait, yeah. don't tell me side, just tell me uh, what yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna tell Did you anything. see the new ND filter that Polar Pro came out with with Peter McKinnon? I I saw it briefly. I don't know okay. enough. Essentially, it, it you instead of in the past you would screw it on the thread. Yeah. Now you can just pinch two sides and take it off. Okay. Okay. So I already have an opinion. But okay. So do you think it's and I believe the new ones are about a hundred dollars bucks more, more okay. for it to just to fucking clip off. So do you think it's worth it? And is okay. is it that innovative? I have, I have a I have a thought, and it's going to be I think it's different than you guys have thought. Okay. okay. I would like that. Because uh-huh. ND filters spin. Okay. Polarizers, circular polarizers spin forever, right? Okay. Taking a polarizer off an ND filter on your camera, it's literally impossible. You can't get it off. And so if I could pinch it off, that'd be really fucking nice. I have a yield. Okay. What about on these things, right? It's it's specific for their system. So you can't even thread another... Oh, you can't? No. Oh, well, then I'm not buying it. Okay, so... I don't like stacking filters, but I have to a lot My of reasoning for not hating on it, but not saying that I would spend the $100 on it was because I was telling Costas... I use ND inside Same. to be at the native ISO of the camera. Right. And so the I think it's innovative to take off, to clip it off, innovative. That's yeah. cooler than threading it. Yeah. 
but I don't think anyone fucking needs it because you would just bump the your your native ISO of the can. I would never see my. I never take it off. So, oh, so you never take off your ND, no. even if it's dark? No, if it was like fucking horribly dark, I would take it off. But I would be at 12,800 ISO and I probably wouldn't need to take it off. With your Sony I would put shits. it to two stops of ND. Right. I, cause, that, yeah. was my, that was my only thing. That was just what I was thinking. I was like, I haven't had a situation. Or so you're not taking it off and on a lot. Never taking it off and on. Also, in the big dog cameras, they have them fucking built, built in. Built in. Right. So, but when I was using like the R5 to shoot videos with. To take them off And I would use the Polar Pro thing. No, I'd always keep, I'd keep it on almost the entire shoot until it was sun so had set. Dark. And then I'd take it off for the rest of the night. You know, and I'm shooting other stuff. And then in the morning, I put it back on. Okay. So I take it off like once a day. Once a day. So that wouldn't really help me that much. I w- I'm not like taking it off, put it back on. T- but for photos, maybe it's for a little photos different. If you're doing could, photo could, and video, could be a vibe. that could be a could vibe. Could be a vibe to just like quick jump, boom, right yeah. in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. The reason me and Braden got into it was because he was like, it seemed like your argument was like, this is fucking bullshit. This is stupid. Like, this isn't even that innovative. And I was like, bro, they already have like the best ND filter on the do? market. If they're trying to like, you know, make a new product, like what else are you going to change? It's like, okay, that is pretty cool to take it off. Like, like, I don't know right now if I would throw out my old ND filter and go, yeah, I think it'd be nice to have. But, it's a nice but, to have, but it's not necessary. But an extra hundred. I don't bucks. know if it's worth a hundred dollars. I also though, no, like he was, he was making the argument of like in sports, he's using like Two ND filters. ND. Right. I'm like, I've never, I've never thought to use an ND filter inside. Most mm. video people that are used shooting wide open are using ND. Yeah. I always got like at least two on, I feel like, with the C70. Which is where my point goes to where you wouldn't, you would, it would be. You're a, just not taking it off and not enough to warrant it. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah, I agree with you. That's my point. Anyways, I definitely see your point. But I see the innovation in what they did. I, I yeah. now see your point because yeah. I was very like, fuck you, Kostas, you're wrong. Right. But yeah. no, he's innovative to the clippy thing. Dude, we it's, were about to throw hands Dude, I love that, That's dude. just not how I felt my, at all. Dude, I don't know what it is with age. Sorry, pause, but. Age? Your boy's blood gets boiling. Dude. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like that I'm not like sleeping as well lately or something. Kid keeps like, taking the mic I was, off the table. I was, dude, I was gonna fucking cross the street bro. and just a biker was just minding their own business biking uh-huh. by me and I was like, why the fuck are you there? Mm. Like I was just like, and my blood just like, I don't know what it is, dude. I really need to rain the fuck in. It just happens, dude. Ah, it's dude, crazy. It just I never happens. used to feel like that. No, you got through menopause. I got rage, No, dude. I think, I think uh, the other, I'll tell you guys a great story. Okay. okay, so there was a fucking student driver in front of me. I try not to mess with them. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I try right, not to right. make. I try not to make it a thing, even though I really want to all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> student driver in front of me. There's cars on both sides, right? So this is the student driver. Yep. This is me. There's fucking nobody here, so I can go right. Right. Well, Dickel Fritz McGee here nice. in the front. He won't fucking pull up. He has a three car length oh, thing no. in oh. front of him. So I go, hey, I give him a light tap. I go, yeah. dude, you just gotta move up just a little bit. Yeah, dude, I, I know you're in the test thing. Yeah. Like the horn? I yeah, light tap, real light tap, dude. He just, he just pushing the car just, with his car? He doesn't fucking move. I go, hey, honk, honk, mm-hmm. but he doesn't move. I'm like, all right, this is it. We're going to ruin the whole driving test. Fucking lean on the thing for like 14 <laughs> seconds, dude. The guy, I like see the dri- the drive instructor's panic. Yeah. He's like, are we going to get beat up yeah, right now by this yeah. guy? And I'm like, move the fuck forward, dude. Move forward. We got places to be. Dude. And then he like, he, he, moved, he, he didn't move up. He never moved up, dude. We sat there for like, and the guy behind me, he starts honking at me now. He's like, yo, move the fuck up, dude. Why are you going? Why are you going? Why could you not hit that? 
there was a car parked to the right of yeah. it and he has three car spaces so and we were both behind and him you're trying to get we're trying to go right and so now the guy behind me is gonna this kill feeling. now he's gonna kill me and i'm like dude please yeah. move up you have four, three car lengths right Fuck that, so that drives me insane if you're driving dude you're getting your thing one get, car length get, all you need dude yeah. if that if yeah. that tell me hot take i think cars should put horns in the front and back so i think mm. you could be i think it'd be fun to be able to like honk <laughs> back at somebody <laughs> if someone honks funny. it you'd be like oh that's check me funny out. dude to you i just want to have like a mini intercom system where if you're, if you're within like 20 feet of a car okay then you can be heard and you can just, and you can just oh, communicate like, like a little cod bit. yeah like cod you know like right after you kill someone <laughs> yeah. in Warzone, you can hear them it's like the same thing which if you're really close you can hear them brayden you should set your uh tesla honk thing to just you like raging <laughs> <laughs> like your just voice screaming, just scream. it'd be so funny if you're like fucking move dude, and dude just it was just insane and i was like bro this guy behind me is now gonna kill me so please dude one card length's all you need i could i could so see elon incorporating into the new tesla's like a screen on the back of the car and so it's like if someone honks it you just like turn it on and oh. you're like talking to the screen but they can see you in in the back like of films it from the bro. steering wheel what's up dog <laughs> just fucking wild bro but i feel you on the on the thing i also think that another thing that you could potentially cop is external hard drives no i need them i really trust the samsung t5 s7 they have samsung is great we have some sand discs phone didn't need it um didn't need it. no did not need the phone sand disc i have heard from the grapevine that they're dying on people what yeah the ssd so i would be careful with buying those ssds because the storage isn't something you want to cheap out no. on no. all your clients are paying you bread and if you do lose that stuff you guys owe them a free shoot it's gonna suck so don't don't do that don't get yourself yep. in the situation just buy an expensive I like drive. the Samsung T7s and I just rip them. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. I was going to ask you, you spend a lot of money on storage. How's your raid system coming? It looks coming? great. It's in the corner in those three mm. big boxes. Braden spent yeah. so on, dude. much no, money. No, he's right though. Huh? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You do that. Yeah, yeah. That's the move. But you got to get a big storage and you have the little shuttle drive. It just co it costs. It's like, it's going to be like seven thousand when it's all said and done. And so, good. so so Damn. I bought I bought two on Prime Day. I I was like not going to go on Prime Day, but then I love Prime Day. Two new hard drives came out that I needed for uh, the drive because uh -huh. I only have four and I need six. Oh, to fill it through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I've been kind of chipping away at them every month, getting a couple. I a love couple a drives. Um. Next up, we got camera bags. What do you, what do you got with the camera bags? I'm a Peak Design guy. Okay. I like the Peak Design. I like how modular it is I you like have a different look. brand um db or formerly known as douchebags oh it's formerly known they don't call it that anymore they call it db now they funny. had to rebrand but douchebags is such a funny name it's uh, such a good name they should have kept it yeah um, let's say peak designer douchebags what do you use yeah i i have a uh, in case in case it's cheap it's like it 150 <laughs> bucks Nikon. 150 bucks it's cheap and you know nikon made uh, camera bag did you do you keep your nikon in that bag yeah i keep the potatoes in that bag um you also could rig up your camera a little yeah, bit you could sure. put a cage on big, it big rig up guy then you, then you can put a top handle and i'm a sucker for the top handle yep. shot so i really like that one or you could buy a monitor shinobi atomos they make great mm -hmm. monitors that are mm -hmm. they're a little on the cheaper end but they're still really high quality you got port keys they also make yep. monitors you Cheap also monitor, have, small keys. hd is the apple of monitors so if you're thinking about you know monitors you go check them out the prices there a lot of them have different functions right that they're able to do so that's why i bought the expensive one what's really nice about having a monitor i actually don't own one but i was shooting an event and um i was like second shooting the main guy who was shooting the event had a monitor and he had a LUT built into mm -hmm. the yeah. monitor got it. that's got it now what's yeah. really nice about that is when the client is looking over your shoulder or looking at footage, one, they have a bigger screen to look at, but if you have the LUT built in and it, let's say you're shooting on like a flatter picture profile like SLUT3, 
it looks phenomenal. Yeah. So then the client is super hyped because oh, yeah. they're like, oh my God, that looks so good. Yeah. The only bummer is that when you do that and then they think it's going to look one way and then you like show them the first cut and you didn't color it yet. And they're like, what the fuck? What is this? You know? Like, you don't color first cut? No, dude. You let them tear it into I, it. I, well, I didn't know. I just let them focus on picture and then I show and then I do and then, and then I do bang. color. Oh, that's like, fair. Oh my God. Going back to ND filters, mm. there's also for photography, there's also and video, there's filters that you can get that kind of get you cool effects. Uh. And um, the company Prism Lens Effects makes some really yes. cool like just lenses that you can screw on that give you different, yeah, different effects. Oh, I really like a Pro Mist, a black Pro Mist. I think they're cool. I and got then, a Pro Mist on the new ZVE one. Yeah, Pro Mist is nice. Yeah, yeah a little dude. tiny. Oh, yeah, now I got vintage glass. I got that OG Pro Mist. Come on, oh, baby. shit. And then one last accessory is a flash mm. uh, for photography. Won't make your videos any better. But um, the one that I use is the Godox V860 mark three nice. and that's 230 dollars. there's also the godox v1 which is 260 dollars. sony and canon both make um flashes but they're more expensive mm. and a lot of people i've seen in specifically the music industry use the godox v860 like three oh. or whatever and um they rip and i would say it's about like half or a third of the price of like a good sony or canon so unlike flash. costas to yeah. be buying off-brand shit you know, you know, you know how much my flash cost eight dollars on ebay because i want i love just that look of like the shitty hard as fuck light flash mm. and it was eight bucks let's go dude we got a new segment on the show this evening so keon is actually going to read some fan questions and we're just going to fire through them keon lob us up number one. First off i just want to shout out the homie in australia that said i have a nice voice I appreciate that. You do yeah, have a nice yeah, voice, dude. It's pretty cool that we got listeners worldwide. So, Global, yeah. dude, Mr. Worldwide, Global. not surprised. Into the raw questions, though. So, first one we got: When doing work with slash for friends, do you charge money, collab for free, or give a discount? I think it depends on the friend, and if they're in our space, then I'd probably do a favor. But I'm gonna expect a favor back if we're doing fa if we're running favors. But you can't get into a game of doing everyone everyone calls I, you a favor i also feel like if you say a company's like we have this big budget for you to spend on you know like other people like a camera operator for this job i feel like you give your friends extra bread yeah, yeah like yeah. i like i've been in a position where like like i would hire someone like 500 bucks to like gimbal rig for four hours but like i'll give kosas a thousand bucks to do it because he's my boy dude mm -hmm. you know what i mean like get so your almost, friends fed. Get, good guy. get your friends extra money if you're getting the budget you don't don't ask them to do it for cheaper because they're your friend yeah Give them i think more so money. too especially I, my biggest fucking pet peeve is random people asking me to film their weddings that we're not i'm not tight <laughs> with i'm like dude do you think i just fucking want to do your wedding for free quick like do you quick, think i want to do that sidebar dude can i film you, your divorce and your second <laughs> oh, wedding as well oh, oh, oh dude got him what dude. there dude <laughs> sadie <laughs> anyways um what was i gonna say something about something oh weddings if you're gonna ask me to do your wedding, it better be like somewhere dope that you're yeah. gonna fly me and keep me up. And then you don't have to pay me, dude. But you're like, hey, do you want a free vacation to Barbados and like you might just film for a day? Yeah, I'll do that. There it is. But I'm not gonna like do it as my income, bro. Also, Fucking the Inland Empire. <laughs> the Inland Empire. <laughs> yeah. Just let the Inland Empire yeah. have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, fuck the IE. 
No, you oh. made me laugh because you told your friend you would film their wedding and you got lit and you're like, oh, dude, I was, I was doing whip pans and you're like, dude, I'm crushing this wedding. And then looking at the footage back, you're like, oh, dude, well, I was kind of lit. I thought he was just, I thought it was just like a friend. Like he's like, can you just like get some stuff? So I was just like, it was like my buddy. So I'm like <laughs> drinking, having a really good time. And then he was like, hey, we're going to give you like money to like edit this. And he's like, I, we never talked about price. Like, and I was like, oh, that's like money, dude. <laughs> so then I just saved it in the edit, dude. I edited it so hard because I was the best at doing I that. I was polishing a turd, dude, because my footage was just like, ah. What I also find frustrating is if your friend or not even a friend, but if someone you know comes to you and like they expect you to give them a discount, right. that's just like rubs me the wrong way, I, which I don't like. I, I honestly feel like if it's a friend, like if I really like you, like I'm going to do it for free. Mm-hmm. Like my friend's sure. wedding, I was just like fully going to do it for free because he's yeah. my boy. Totally, totally. You know? Or like don't pay me just a little bit. Yeah. That's that's what's going to bother me. Either you give me extra money or you give me no money. Mm-hmm. Or and like, I'm doing like, a friend favor for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Like my friend just proposed. I'm like, dude, he's like, how much should I pay you? I'm like, you're not going to pay yeah. me, dude. Like you're yeah. my I boy. I totally agree with you. That's the don't way pay I think, me at all. I think that's the way to do it. It's yeah. either nothing or the full yeah. regular. Yes. Like that's, yes. that's what it is. Give me number two. Okay, this one might be a little tricky, but how to get through low spots and engagement and how to push through plateaus. Keep posting. Posting. Buy new gear. Yeah, buy new gear and keep posting. Nothing, nothing's gonna. You're, you're gonna be able to do nothing with stopping. So you might as well just keep posting. Yeah, you know. Right. And I think that you have to have a good enough sample size to even diagnose what that problem is. So it needs to be at least like 30 to 50 good pieces. And then you can be like, oh, okay, that style didn't work. Let's try something yeah, else. Yeah, I was gonna say, and, or make a big change. Yeah. Just try yeah. something completely yeah. different. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Cause you know, I've gone from anywhere from like one post a week for the pod to four a day. And like, you can kind of just learn from it and the bigger sample size definitely does help. But next we got, have y'all thought about doing a 505 photo slash video meetup? Oh dude, it oh, is down, in, it dude. is in the works. We're working on it as a team as we speak. So oh, are we? Yeah, we're letting you guys know. Three as a team, you guys know everything about it. We'll let you guys know what that's happening. Yeah, but I am, I am so down, dude. That'd be so fun. I'd love to do that. You guys should DM Key on, on the pod account if you're down for a meetup. I think just with the meetup, like we want to have it be worth your guys' time. I don't want it to be a group circle jerk, dude. I hate <laughs> yeah. those, bro. I hate seeing yes. meetup videos, bro, and they're like in a circle, kumbaya. I'm like, that's weird. And I wouldn't personally yeah. want to go to it's someone's meetup like, like we're that. Gonna, like, we're going to do something. a thing, bro. We're going to go shoot something. Yeah, maybe we meet up in like, beach, on a hike and like, shoot something. beach it up yeah. or something, dude. Something fun. No, but not just like you yeah. meet us and we like, we look we, cool. We, yeah, yeah, it's just that's just so weird yeah, when people do those meetups. Dude. Yeah, that's and not people it. People are like, "Hey, I'm Mike." Yeah, you know, and you're trying to talk to the person. Like, you want to have a fun thing. Okay, next question. If you have to choose one camera to work with for the rest of your life, which would it be? That's out currently. That's out currently. Yeah. Okay. Go. Well, oh, sh- you go. Okay, yeah. I will take the Canon C70. Forever. No, I'll take the Canon FX6. Take it back. That's Sony. <laughs> Love the Sony, Canon FX6. The, the Canon and Sony had a baby. You know, Sony FX6. I'll take the FX6. I can only use one forever. Small enough. But what big. about with a lens? Like, is it just a? Yeah, you just have the, like a just classic the camera. Just the body. Just the body. You know, I think taking that. Oh, dude, got it, dude. R five C, little hybrid action. I like to shoot photos. Dude. I've been into photos lately, but I want that pro video shit. Boom. I'm gonna go. That's Canon, by the way. 
a Leica M like sure. 10 or 11 would, because I'm, I'm I'll take the airy no 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 no, 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 no. fuck y'all I'm leaning more towards <laughs> photography yeah, he's right on, he's on the photo shit okay. I can film stuff on hold on Brandon I'm not done I can film stuff on my phone right whatever <laughs> do the social media stuff and I'd rather have a really sick photo camera like I'm gonna go Leica and Respect. then you know have different lenses I like but, that another yeah. paperweight for the fucking thing here we you go just next up can't even afford a Leica so just stop talking advice to someone in a development Developing country who wants to be a full-time creative. I would say if if foreign people are visiting your country, I would attempt to meet with them and try to talk to them about their various businesses and see if there's any way if I could help them remotely. Also, Upwork also has solid opportunities. Mm. If you are in a developing country, there's a lot of good editors on there from all different parts of the world. So I would attempt to work with a US-based company that is going to pay me more or a UK-based company that'll pay me more than whatever my developing country is going to be ever capable of paying me. It might be less than a person in the US, but at least it'll be a lot higher than whatever my country's minimum wage probably is. Uh, last one. Tips and tricks for being a hybrid shooter hit him yeah you're the most hybrid okay well this goes Caprius, this is this you know? is interesting because mm. i actually just shot a concert for the first time mm. in like three months i would say okay felt good to be back on stage there let me go. tell you the kid hasn't missed a beat um i right now i'm only using a sony a1 and i was doing both photo and video i wish i had because it's so run and gun i wish i had two separate bodies one for photo and one for video, which is what I used to have. And I kind of miss it. And that's because I was using a gimbal and then you're putting the gimbal on, right. you're filming the gim you're filming with the gimbal, then you have to turn the gimbal off, take the camera off. If you're switching lenses, you have to like then rebalance the gimbal. It's just a lot. Um, but if, so specifically if you're shooting concerts and you're running gun, like I would advise you to have two bodies if you can yeah um, i'm trying to think of other pieces of advice for hybrid shooters i mean you do you you mainly lean video you do photo and video yeah i really only get paid to do video i, sure. I do photo for fun but if like i'm on a trip and i want to do both because i like i always do if i'm like going on a camping trip or like an exciting thing i usually do do both um yeah is what i do i fucking have a, a dizzler set up a little hybrid like a r5 yeah i put an nd on it two to five stops that i leave on there basically the whole time for photos and videos and i you usually leave just, it on there i just leave it on there and then i just you know i shoot fucking video on one and you just gotta have a quick dial you gotta be like c1 or c2 make it custom yeah you have your video setting boom and then you switch to your photo setting which is like a normal photo setting and then you're gonna have to adjust the aperture and stuff and then i usually just crank the nd down to two because i'll like increase the shutter speed so it's not like slow as or like motion blurry um and i just rip them both and i usually just do handheld then if i'm doing both almost always handheld because no rig and it's all too that hard yeah, to like yeah, yeah. on gimbal re-gimbal all that shit mm. you know because there's two there's two ways to answer the question there's one on like the technical side of like the gear that yeah, you that's use. where i went but then there's the other side of like how do you market yourself maybe as a hybrid shooter and like tips mm. for that which is interesting and I don't know if I necessarily have advice because I'm still trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I have, um, as a hybrid shooter, right? I can do both photo and video and I get paid to do both, but I'd prefer to just do photo or lean more towards photo. So um, I would say it's better to like, you if you can do both, but like have a preference of what your like branding is. I think it's like, do one for more like fun or like okay you can do it and you get paid for it but then like really go hard at one or the other pick which one you kind of like um enjoy doing for work more and kind yeah. of lean more into that niching down is always helpful hit me work. 
That was it. Oh, great, dude! What a great little segment. All right, let's got. get <laughs> let's get back to the um, the yeah. equipment and the prices and all the shit we were doing. Yes, earlier. absolutely. So we're now we're in Rockland. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. little Rockland or Rockland. This is this is going to be like medium Rockland. Oh. You know, one thousand to twenty five hundred bucks. Nice. You're a rock, dude. You've made it to Rockland. Yeah, you're, you're up probably there. getting paid to make videos you're probably or getting, photos. You're getting paid to make some stuff. And I'm going to start us off with the first camera on this list. I would say this is more of a creator camera, but you could definitely use this camera to get paid. And yep. this is the ZVE one. You got full frame. You got 60 frames per second. You got 4K, dual native ISO. Can't say enough good things about it. How much is that? You bought it recently? It is $2,400. But if you get on the B&H Creator program, $2,000 out the door. So bullshit that I'm not. And what's interesting about this is that's just the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So once you're getting into these like more expensive camera bodies, it's like you're only buying the body you're like when you're in right. that like under a thousand mm-hmm. range you're gonna be comes with the lens to, yeah it comes yeah. with the kit lens but once you get into more expensive cameras it's like hey i'm just buying the camera mm-hmm. or th- i'm just getting the lens they no longer really come together Dude, really quick this fucking pa on the last set i was on was like saw me like shooting stuff with the camera you know as you do yeah. when you're on set and she comes up to me like while i'm shooting and she goes hey i'm like thinking about buying a camera like i really want to get like wide angles like do you think i should buy a lens and i was like so either way, you're gonna need a lens, right? Like if you're gonna shoot anything with a camera, you need a lens. She's like, yeah, I, re- I really like those wide angles. So I think I have to buy a lens. I was like, yeah, a wide angle lens for wide angle shots. Yeah, but you're still gonna need a lens for all the other shots too. It's like, it doesn't work with just no lens. So anyways. You, you should have been like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I've ever seen someone shoot wide angle with a telephoto lens. That could be the separating factor. Yeah, they could really change things up for you. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Dude, um, next camera up. Wait, uh, has anyone ever, I don't know if you actually could, but like throwing a, a fisheye like adapter onto like a 70 to 200 could be interesting, but I don't know if that would work at all. It feels like you're in space. I have no idea. Maybe. Next up, we got our good buddy Jack Cook's new camera, the FX30. Nice. So it's a crop sensor. By Sony. But I Sony, it also takes photos photos which is pretty cool um but i am a big fan of the full frame situation if you're getting into this ballpark of cameras and how much they cost absolutely yeah next up what do we got sony a6700 just came out it just came out their numbering system makes no sense which is better than what i don't know i don't know we're flipping around there but that's for $1,400. That's just the body now you get 26 megapixels in aps-c uh, sensor, you get 4K 60, 6K oversampled, uh, 422 10-bit recording with log, um, and which is interesting because the other cameras can't shoot log, and once you get into log, like the, less, the cheaper cameras, the cheaper cameras, you can't shoot log. So shooting log, I mean, I recently switched Change, over S log three with a conversion light and a finishing light. Oh boy, your colors are going to look phenomenal. Yeah, all these cameras shoot log, yeah? Tell me yeah, what we got next. Um, I'm looking at the Sony A7R three. It's a beast for photography. It can shoot video, but it's not really made to shoot video. It's made for like insane <coughs> photography. It has 42.4 fucking megapixels, which is insane. Like yeah. you could literally take a picture, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, and it would still be sharp as shit. Um, it's full frame, which is dope. Super wide dynamic range, especially again, like the photography raw imaging is just nuts on it. Cause with has 14 bit un- uncompressed raw, dude, that's so nuts. Yeah. There's so much fucking detail you can pull out of that stuff. Um, ISO 50 to 100,000. 102,000, 
Wait, someone spelled the fucking number wrong, dude. Why it, are there so many zeros in there? No, it's it's definitely a uh, hundred thousand. 102,400. <laughs> Just don't go that high. Yeah. You probably don't go that high. It has ISO on it. <laughs> um, it has up to 10 frames of continuous shooting, which is nice if you're shooting like sports yeah. or like uh, quick stuff. What I will say is uh, specifically within the Sony systems, the, the A7 series, right? You get the A7 like three or four, but then you have the A7R or the A7S, and then there's a number after yep. it. The A7R series better for photo. A7S mm. series better for video. Yeah, I Boom. love that. I love that. There's also the uh, Canon R6, which is a camera I own. I really enjoy it a lot. I think it's a sneak. I think it went under the radar as a sneaky good camera. Mm. Um, you can get a little deal on it, so it's like two thousand dollars. That's how much I bought mine for off Facebook Marketplace. Actually, um, it's just. What? No, you go. It's just a total hybrid, dude. 20 megapixels photography looks really, really nice. Like you can shoot pro. Like, I mean, I've seen a lot of people shoot pro photos on like photo shoots with it, especially like cars and stuff. Um, 4K 60, it has log recording, obviously. Um, 1080p 120 frames per second, which is nice. That's a lot of slow mo. 10 bit internal video, which is like really, you get a lot of range on that thing. And it has solid internal. Um, five axis stabilization there which it is, is. Nice. and these last two we're just going to throw these on here for charity this is the fuji xh2 aps-c sensor fuji though does have some really cool colors. yeah they uh, got situation. interesting stuff going on they got some very cool colors that you can pick from that are already like built into their cameras they got really good film emulations and whatnot um so check out fuji i know people that have shot fuji in the past that were photographers um particularly and they had great images it yeah. was yeah. gorgeous and it was very specific and i think something interesting Interesting to note, we've listed a lot of Sony and Canon cameras. Um, you know, you potentially could go with a different brand and have a very different look that makes you unique. Yeah, totally. So something to think about is a lot of these camera, a lot of photographers, a lot of video people are using Canon and Sony, but they are really good at their respective things. That's why people use them. Right. But you know, you could check out these other brands that we haven't listed yeah. on the show. Um, the Fuji X100V is $2,000. Now this camera, you're going to get for photography, I don't even know if it can shoot mm -hmm. video. This is basically like um, a baby off-brand like a Q2. And I right. was looking at both of these when I um, was looking to buy a point and shoot specifically for photography. What's really cool about the Fuji films, like we talked about is like, it has film emulation. So like you can, it's basically built-in presets, like photo presets. So you can take photos and it looks like it was taken on a film camera but this camera has gotten a lot of hype it came out like a couple years ago but because of TikTok, it's really hard to get now but it has a lot of hype and the images that i've seen that come out of this camera are like really solid and it's a super great camera i think for two thousand dollars if you're looking to get a photo specific camera yes so let's pick Ooh, i'm going to go with the oh in rockland i'll take my camera sony easy v1 yeah, I was also going to take your camera, actually. I think that's the thing is a beast. I like that it's white. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I really like my R6. I like throwing a little vintage glass on it. It really makes it look like film. And the vintage glass is like $150 for a Canon FD like lens. And it's so you can get a ton of stuff. But kind of a bugger to use. Um, I would go with your camera. Can your camera shoot photo? Yeah. Oh, man. Like if I just had, if I could just buy one camera, one I would that, buy your that's camera. Separate. That's really kind of you. I like the R6 as a second cam, but yeah, let's go. What do you think? Come on, come hang out. 
I know you, you know want what? to. I, I do want to hang out, but just because to go against he the grain, I'm going to go Fujifilm X100V. I like that he's yeah. branching into yeah, photography. I like that. Dude, it's kind of a nice little like juxtaposition that. on the pod. We got Rockland Ooh, up next. Yeah. Okay, this is 2500 bucks, 4500 bucks. There's a lot of fun cameras in here. These are expensive, dudes. Save your bread. And I don't really want to go crazy into the specs. You guys can Google all of that stuff. The specs get deep. Yeah, they get deep on line. every single camera that we're going to list just trust us that they're good that's why they're right. that's why they're expensive okay right. <laughs> first up we got the sony a7 IV. this is the hybrid camera they can shoot real good photo solid video might overheat on you if you're certain mm -hmm. for crazy long periods of time so something super to, hybrid something to camera. think about yeah. if you're if you're a video first person maybe you have a video camera and a dedicated photo camera yeah when the first full frame camera that I believe both me and you got, Chase. Did you get the A7 III? I bought the A7S III for about a week and a half. Oh, S3? I yeah. got the A7 III. No, I got yeah, the A7 III. You had that. I remember I that. I never had that camera. Oh. I went from A6500 to A7S III, dude. Oh, nice. And then I sold them by the Komodo with my boy. So here's the thing. Um, I've also it. seen rumors that the a7 V is about to drop. Sony posted oh. something about that, which is crazy. So this camera might even like drop a little bit in price. But if you're looking for a really solid like hybrid camera, I would highly recommend the Sony a7 IV. Canon's got another one, huh? Yeah, the R6 II. I didn't even know this camera existed Me until neither. about a week ago. Um, it's just the, it's like the evolution. It's like a Pokemon, you know, went from Pikachu to Raichu, dude. Nice. Yes, yeah, that was I think great. that's right. Yeah, right? no, 100%. Yeah. Um, it's just a better camera than the R6, but um, similar, again, body. It's 24 and a half megapixels and shit, 4K. Now, you use the next 60. camera here. What is that next camera? You used this one before, right? Yeah, dude. You love that camera. Canon R5, it's a beast. It again, it's it can shoot video and it was marketed as like this 8K raw beast. It's not made for video. It's an incredible photography camera and like big name photographers like Aaron Brimhall still uses this camera. He's always rocked it on like whenever I, like when I shot with him, he's rocking it. It's always in his YouTube shits. Peter McKinnon, I think he might use the R5C now, but he used it for a long time for photography. And like most of the photographers I ever work with are shooting on R5 for like really big budget camera stuff. It's just, you have a shit ton of megapixels, 45. Um, the Canon color science is so nice. And it's just like an absolute beast for photography. And then it can shoot 8K raw video internally, which is ridiculous, but it's gonna ruin your computer and it can like shoot it for like 10 seconds before it overheats. So it's really not meant for video. Going off of that, and going back to the accessories that we rec that we recommend, something that I was running into, and I'm sure you guys ran into too, is like as you upgrade your camera gear, like you kind of also have to upgrade your computer. Yeah, because true. like yeah, it's with the higher point. megapixels or like 4K or even 8K, like some of your computers, most computers like cannot handle mm -hmm. that. So before you even like upgrade to an even nicer camera, I would highly recommend upgrading your computer because there's nothing worse than being slowed down oh, in the editing process. And it's going to make you worse. Oh, yeah, by your slow you want to break the laptop. Yeah. Need to. yeah. And then you, you can make less money because you can finish those I'm videos sure or all, photos. We've like, all went through, there was the period of time where your laptop is breaking yeah. and it's like crying and like, when, cause we went for we, like 27 minutes. I think right now we're in a period, us three are in a period where like our computer is like better than our cameras, but yes. like it's going to flip again. Cause there was a while where my camera was way better than my yeah. computer and it mm -hmm. sucked and it's, mm -hmm. 
once our computers get outdated or the cameras get better, it, we're going to flip again and it's going to suck again. Maybe uh, Apple, I feel like, has figured that out with the M2 yeah. and the M1. Yeah, it still fucks up the C70 for, yeah, footage. Yeah, C70, it's, it's amazing stuff. Next up, we got the <laughs> FX3 coming at a whopping 3900 bucks, dude. I had the FX3 before it got stolen. Great stuff. Right. Um, make yeah. sure you buy insurance. This camera does not come with an AirTag or any location yeah, services. Yeah, so please make sure you duct tape one to its top. <laughs> um, this is a great camera. I love the FX3. It produces a great image. I feel like this is the little brother of the fx6 totally um in an fx9 you could use this as like your c camera if you were a big dog totally. sony shooter and you wanted to throw this you it's know, got on pro set. audio on it pro which is audio a big that's a big one that's a big one what else we got next well real quick explain to the people like what is having pro audio built into the camera allow you to do it's just nicer quality. Like it just sounds a little what bit better. What does that mean though? Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's instead of having the traditional little baby mic jack, yep. it has an XLR input, which is exactly what's going into this. So it has this microphone right here is an XLR input and that's what's gonna be able to go into the camera. And you're just able to get a cleaner sound and also the nicer audio recording devices use XLR inputs. Mm -hmm. And so just something to something to think about as you kind of rise, rise the ranks. I was really juiced up about about that because um, you get a nicer road shotgun mic it's still a shotgun mic but it's a thousand dollars and it's way nicer oh than the, yeah the one that comes with it i forgot yeah, about that so or it you, doesn't come with it doesn't it, come it with it like but fits it fits on, on it. it yeah so you get like a thousand dollar mic and the difference when it's doing a thousand dollar mic and a two hundred dollar mic is drastic yes. so something to think about as you kind of rise the ranks of audio and whatnot and, and the fx3 is interesting compared to the first couple cameras that we said because i would say if you're really leaning towards video you you would go with an fx3 but yeah. like the other cameras you can still get away with like hybrid but like if you show up to shoot photos on a sony fx3 people are gonna be like can it what shoot photos even yes it can but like ones. not really meant to yeah. it's like a test frame really mm -hmm, pretty um, much yeah it's pretty much a mini mini cinema camera yeah. i would say yeah i threw this next one on here i love it uh the black magic pocket 6k it's great if you are down to spend money to build it up it yeah. needs it needs some big batteries it needs a v-mount battery it needs a storage that is not a memory card because it just eats through mm, storage right. dude this camera also has beautiful black magic color yeah um, so it's gorgeous for for that situation i just think that be prepared whatever the price tag is add like two to three grand to it's it also, it's an incredibly impressive it's like a cinema camera for like really cheap. It's all manual, no manual focus and nothing. There's no autofocus on it. Yeah, and then again, like the colors are great. It kind of can look like a cinema camera, but again, you're gonna have to spend money to like build it the fuck out and it's kind of a dog to use. I personally think you're better off going with one of the other baby cinema cameras and then working up to getting a real big dog cinema yeah. camera. Unless you're like uh, just trying to shoot like short narrative films yes. or something. That's then, what I would use it, a Blackmagic for. I think for. you're so right. Yeah. That's, that's right. And what's the next one that you actually used? The Sony a7s3 now this camera is camera rips phenomenal it's thirty five hundred dollars incredible in low light like it, you can shoot 4k 120 if you have the right sd card for it it only has i believe 12 megapixels for photo now going back to what we were saying earlier in the episode the a7s series is better for video a7r series is better for photo so the a7s3 you're going to be getting if you're doing a lot of video work I will say there was a time where I had the A7S3 and the Sony A7R3 and I was using the A7R3 for photo and A7S3 for video, but my A7R3 broke while I was on like tour and I couldn't fix it. So I had to shoot photos on the A7S3. 
Now what's interesting, because it's only 12 megapixels and you're dealing with low light, the image actually comes out pretty clean. It's like cleaner with less megapixels than low light, yeah. right? It actually wasn't bad for photo in concerts because you're dealing with low light situations. However, I noticed that like the benefit to having more megapixels is you're able to crop in similar to if you're shooting 4k or 8k you're totally. able you have a little bit extra room and quality to like zoom in um in video and if you have extra megapixels you can change the crop change the way your final image looks if you're shooting photos on an a7s3 with only 12 megapixel like photos if you crop in even just a little bit, it's gonna look a little like low quality. Yes. Definitely. Next up, Boulder territory. Mm. Oh shit! Boulder land. You're spending bread. You do this full time. This is your life. Okay. Right. First camera. This is, is your life. This is your this life, life dude. <laughs> this is everything that. This, this Sorry, is, I shouldn't have chimed in on that yeah. one. That's just for you two guys. No, this is. Uh, this is. <laughs> dude, you got it. You got it, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll let it go. Right, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, first up, we got the Canon C70. Chase and I is mm. little baby rock. We love this camera. Love it. It, uh, it works great. It has never failed me. It can literally record in 105 degree heat for hours on end. I've never had a problem with it. Not um, one problem with this camera. One Austin took a C70 to Lake Elsinore yesterday for a shoot. 115 degrees. He said it just tanked. Didn't even eat through a whole battery. Just a beast. Wow. The, the C70 low key is one of the tank. best cameras at that price point for the image that it produces. It looks great. It can hang with most built stuff. in NDs. You don't have to worry about the clip or the twist. They're just built in. You just hit a button and it darkens the image. Um, it's beautiful, dude. I didn't realize it was $5,500. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not cheap. This is, yeah, this wow. is like a real, that's a baby. That's without batteries, yeah. too. Oh, my God. The batteries are five. Also, when you get into big rock, like Boulder Land, everything gets more expensive. When you're in Boulder Land, the cords are 300 bucks. The right. cards are 500 to 1,000 bucks. Batteries, 500 to 1,000 bucks. Like you are spending whatever the number is that you see, times it by two to right. get it set up. Literally, with if you're, the glass if you're and buying, all that stuff. If you're buying these cameras, you're getting getting paid like a lot thousands to shoot. Of, thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars to shoot every, every time, time to yeah. pay it off. You're also, then you can go from pulling like six and sevens to eights and nines. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, you're pulling the baddies. Oh yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the territory. You know what I mean? Get us with the next one. <laughs> next one, this is what we use at the Lakers is the Canon C200. It's a little bit old, um, but I like it. I wouldn't say that it's my favorite camera by any means. But it's like a, it's like a, a veteran the, the of C70, the world. in my opinion, is better than the yeah, C200, which is crazy. It's just the image looks better. Yeah, and I I think that the C70 also has raw, and the C200 I believe is sixty seven hundred dollars, right? Seven thousand. Yeah, it's not. It's not cheap. Okay, what are we looking up? The C200. Yeah, because you start to pay for like ports and shit when you yes. get this big. It's like oh, that has a lot of fucking port XLRs and shit, and that makes it more expensive. Oh, dude, you can get a C200 for. $2,500? There's no way. Oh my God. Oh, wait, so, okay, 3500 bucks because you're going to get the top handle with the monitor right. that comes with it. So yeah, you need that. 3500 bucks for the C200. And the reason why it's a, it's a, it's a bigger number than that C70, but it's a lot older. Um, and right. it, it works well, though. It, it also has never given me a problem yeah. ever. Candy cameras are literal tanks, like yeah. those big ones. Like the 1DX, is so, you can throw that thing off a mountain and it will not break. Yeah. And then its older brother, the C300, they have a mark, I believe, How much? Nine grand? three or two. Those are really $9, nice. I was on a shoot in a it's DP, really nice. used the C300. It just, I was like, 
This seems overkill. Yeah. It's this it's the fucking same as the C seventy. It literally is. It's just you have more buttons. Instead of pressing a menu, they're on the side. Yeah. That's seriously. That, he's right. He's that, is, that is the difference, you know? And I think even as you get into territory of these cameras we're gonna talk about, like the FX six, which is next up, is six thousand dollars. Like the Sony C seventy. It's the yes. same thing, it's just different same, brand. It's the same situation. Also on on all these cameras, their little brothers or little sister does the same shit with just a few less buttons. That's true. Like, as you get up, they're just making it easier for you to access things that, yep. a, that a pro filmmaker or a pro photographer might access frequently. Totally. That they're like solving more problems, you right. know, as you as you get up. The FX6 though has all these cinema functions on the side of the camera. It's basically the A7S3 and the FX3's big brother. Um, this is a great B cam for the FX9 mm-hmm. if you're a big dog, mm-hmm. if you're a bolder big, big dude, dog. you know, but the FX6, I think that if I was if I was starting out and I'm getting my first cinema camera, it's either going to be the FX6 or the C70. Totally and agree. The FX6 is also going to be a lot better in lower light. Yes. And I think though I, I am changing my opinion on the color of Sony. I used to say, oh, Sony colors trash. Sony colors good. And they, I, they got a lot better. They got a lot better. Back a few years ago, Canon was leaps and bounds yeah, ahead of yeah. them. And I think they've evened the playing field. They put a lot of work into that color. And I notice it personally on the stuff that I make now. I have no problem with it. I think there is a little magenta or green situation. Sometimes you got to fix it. I feel it like up. Sony's come out really like contrasty and sharp. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember when we compared Sony footage to like the red Komodo footage, for example? And the red looks like, I'm like, what is it? It's so soft mm-hmm. and stuff when you look soft at it. Soft and creamy. When you look at it like compared to yeah. it, it's a different look. Yeah, I typically prefer like the softy shit, yeah. but I I mean, there's a thing, there's something to the Sony color yeah. that's it's a lot nicer now. They've been they've been working it. Next up is a camera that you own currently. Tell me about it. The Sony A1, sixty five hundred dollars for the body nice. only, um, and then another camera, the Canon One DX Mark III, also sixty five hundred dollars for body only, but it's not mirrorless. Now going back to the A1 real quick, I have a couple gripes with the Ooh, A1. Okay, What's the biggest one that you have? doesn't have a flip out screen. I'd be oh, so, that's pissed. so annoying. So dude. pissed okay. if I didn't have that. They should so, make an A1F flip out. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you like that. I, I'm going to say something that I think smaller rocks are going to appreciate. I don't always think it's the best idea to upgrade to like that expensive of a camera. Yeah, I agree. It's mm. overkill for mm-hmm. most of what I do. I think, I believe this camera shoots like 50 megapixel camera no uh, need. photos. So here's the thing. You don't need a fucking image that has 50 megapixels unless you're shooting for a billboard. Like unless your images are getting blown up, social media is gonna compress it anyways. I'm typically transferring anywhere from like 90 to 120 gigs of raw photos. Just photos. Just photos from like a, a, a concert that I'm shooting. You know, I think of a like raw. Fifteen hundred. I think photos. a raw photo is like thirty megabytes usually. Yeah, that's what I would think. So it's it's honestly overkill, and then it doesn't have the flip out screen, and it's just like it's a tank of a camera. But honestly, I think for like what I do, it's almost like unnecessary of like how good it is. Yeah, definitely. The One DX too. Like he Kosa was talking about, a lot of photogs have. Oh yeah, this yeah. is like the sports photography bread and butter. People all, love it. All the time you go to a sports game, NFL game, those dudes are either using a really old Nikon or sure. they're using the One DX Mark yeah. II. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it it's held the test of time. It shoots a really fast burst. That's why they love it so much, and it's very reliable. Next up, Chase. Tell me, we're getting into Big Brother land, dude. We got the red. Oh, nice. We're in Gemini territory. The red Gemini is a fucking beast, dude. It's big. It's a dog to use. Just like the other, like the big cinema cameras are hard to use. They are meant to be used with like, honestly, multiple people fucking using them. Yeah. Um, The red Gemini has like that 
beautiful red color that like made the whole brand fucking famous and this is like the one that has that color that like started it all so you can get a red gemini kit that is used for like twenty thousand ish fifteen thousand you can get a good kit like that's built out it's built out you really need to build a lot because it comes with just a brain that's what you're buying i promise you guys too if you're ever looking to buy a red camera there's someone selling it i promise you it's like a boat it's you do it's a boat it's the best day ever when you buy it best day ever when you sell it no i I love red though i think they're great but they're for very particular things yeah this is if you're using you're working on big ad budgets yep this is this stuff is um you know you want the most ultra uh you know depth and all the best image quality yep. red yeah and know? it's funny because so red you think of it like 20k for like this used old camera yeah. right that's insane it's crazy and you think of it as like the big budget shit but then i learned there's levels to this shit and, and the red dude is the cheap option yeah when it comes to making movies and oh, like yeah. big ads so you have fucking all the airy alexa cameras whatever lfs and all it, the all all, you can go the and look S35, them up i just looked it up 88 grand yeah. for the body which just is came just out. ridiculous and you is what you're buying is a fucking tried and tested camera like brand that has superior color science like the image just looks here's the thing dude it looks fucking 20 percent better than the c70 maybe like but you're just buying it because that's the industry standard it has like 8k but you don't even need it and it fucking just has that image quality that people like and associate with movies then the fucking i love this camera so much this is the camera that's on all the shoots nowadays that i'm on like the if it's a million plus budget they have the fucking sony venice 2 because and this is they shooting they're shooting action movies with this shit basically you have the camera body and you can put a lens on there or you can run a cord from the camera body to a little box that just holds the lens and you can just use the lens to shoot stuff. It's fucking insane, dude. So like, this is only with the Venice? Just the Sony Venice 2. They oh, like cool. invented this new technology. So like Mission Impossible, um, the one that came out, there's like BTS of a guy like having the Sony Venice on a backpack basically behind him and then cord over his shoulder and he's just holding the really the lens and he just like jumps out a window with Tom Cruise and he's just like just holding it which is fucking insane and it comes with like a little monitor on the back. So yeah, it's 1500 bucks a day to rent that camera. Yeah, yeah. The, the camera cost um, $52,000 to buy. And I would argue no that no one buys it. Don't buy these cameras, no. but it could no be fun does. to rent. Could if, be, you're yeah, getting, yeah. if you get a big enough shoot, rent it. Rent the cool stuff and also rent it for an extra day before to test it out. Don't right. show if you've up. never used it before. Yeah, yeah. Don't show up and but try and mess around with it. That's the crazy thing, dude, is that these cameras, they're not that complicated to use. The, the air, I got to use the Aerial Alexa for like an hour on the last shoot I was on just because it was sitting there. It was literally, it's like the red. It's like an iPhone. It's like just boop, boop, boop. You dude. click, tap, touchscreen, and you're shooting. Remember at the end of the day? They all got the four settings. They yep. were they were all yep. you know what I exactly. mean. Got, and then all the other stuff like a bell and whistle. But what's interesting is as you spend more money, like Chase was saying, it is there's a lot of diminishing returns totally. with this stuff. It can only get so much better yep. at a certain point. It can only look that much more sharp, that much yep. more detail. Yep. You're at the big dog level, they might be able to pull out, oh, we can pull out more blacks here. We can pull out the whites. The highlights are clipped. We're fine. We can bring them back, you know? So don't feel like, oh man, I'm never going to make it because I can't afford a $52,000 fucking camera. Fuck that fly, dude. (laughs) Thought I had him, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you don't need to buy it. No one, no one's ever need to buy one of those cameras, especially because they come outdated really fucking fast. makes literally no sense to buy it unless you're a rental house and you're going to rent it out. Yeah, But it's great to rent. It's fucking crazy. But sometimes buying new gear 
uh, motivates you to go like I know shoot going. new stuff. So you should go also last camera, get a, like a Q2. Just, just threw this on here while we were talking about yeah, it. Just some charity. Oh, uh-huh. Just a charity camera. Just a camera. Your images yeah. look dope. Have on the Thanks. top. No, it's fire. So hopefully this is an amazing gear guide that you guys can go use when you're purchasing your next camera this year. And maybe we won't have to make one of these for another four weeks. Yeah, you know? right, right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 71 of the 505 Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button, leave the boys a like, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.